Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy. This morning I was asked to talk about something that's not really political, definitely is social, and that wearing my mommy hat came in handy for. And I have a very strong opinion on this. You might as well. There's an NFL linebacker, and I got to say, when I first saw this, because to do the show, I got to get like 4:30 in the morning. So 4:30 in the morning, and with my eyes half open, no coffee yet, I'm looking at my, you know, smartphone and checking my email, and I got to send a POV point of view to the producer. I saw an NFL linebacker, James Harrison. I thought, whoa, 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 wait, 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 they got the wrong person for this segment. Someone's <laughs> saying that I don't know sports. But I know some things about sports, and this is not really about sports, but sportsmanship, you might say. The N- an NFL uh, linebacker, James Harrison, took to Instagram over the weekend. And what he did is he announced that he would listen to this, okay? He announced he would be sending back the trophies that his sons, who were six and eight, received, quote, until they earn a real trophy. Now, parents on social media responded in droves, and the majority applauded Harrison. He plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I wouldn't have known that except for doing this topic today. Let me just say what I feel about this, okay? I have two kids. I have a seven- and eight-year-old. My daughter is seven. My son is eight. So I have kids in the same age range as Mr. Harrison. I don't have a Super Bowl ring like him. I'm not a professional athlete like him. Oh, I play a sport. It's called political debating. And it can be far more deadly because I'm not wearing padding like the NFL. But let's talk about the real topic here. A lot of people feel that we're too cushiony with our kids and we're too PC. A lot of times when kids are little, they get participation trophies. Everybody on the team gets a trophy because they showed up to practice every week. They showed up to the games, and they tried. It's just like when you're six, seven, and eight, you're not putting the best player out there and letting the crappy player be benched. Why? Because we've seen over the years how that hurts somebody's self-esteem, how that can screw up somebody's confidence. Quite frankly, that can screw your kid up for life. Now, let me be clear. My eight-year-old son is blessed with athletic ability that I and his dad do not have. He was adopted. We know nothing about his biological parents, but one of them might be an Olympic athlete for all I know because this is a kid that no matter what he does, whether it's a bike, a skateboard, a pair of roller skates, ice skates, soccer, basketball, baseball, hockey, swimming, no matter what it is, diving, he excels. He's that kid that you love to hate, right? 
And he's a kid that on teams that don't give trophies to everybody gets a trophy because he is one of the fastest or the fastest highest scorer, if not one of he's always in that top three, if you will. But at six, seven, at eight, they're not playing in the Olympics for gold, silver and bronze at six, seven and eight. They are not in a Super Bowl. As a matter of fact, at six, seven and eight, they're learning how to play the game. They're learning if they like the game. And, you know, somebody really sucks at a game. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't remember his name. He spoke to the uh, basketball players, my son included. He was on the, the Boston Celtics. Not when I lived in Boston when I was growing up. And he didn't start playing until he was 16. And he sucked, but he loved it. And he stuck with it. And he became a professional NBA basketball player. Now, this is about trophies, and this is about winning, and this is about losing, and this is about trying our best and rewards. Now, this morning, I was debating David Webb. He's a conservative. He's a talk show host like me. He's an African-American male. I don't think David has kids, but he has played, and he has won trophies. And he and I completely disagreed on this, and so did the host of the show, who is a woman who has children, I think a little bit older than my kids. And, and I have to say, we are going to disagree on this, many of us, America, this afternoon here on this program. But I want you to hear me out. There are kids out there that suck at sports. I was one of them. And there are kids who, if they don't get a trophy for showing up, and they don't get a trophy for trying, and getting their shins kicked the crap out of, or in you know, Pop Warner football, getting, you know, popped a number of times because those who aren't really good, you get caught in the crossfire in soccer or in football or in hockey, most definitely. But they came every week and they tried. They learned how to play the game. And at six, seven, and eight, what it's really about, as I was explained uh, to uh, by the coaches, is one, it's, it's about teaching kids how to get along with others, how to work with others, how to work as a team. In other words, it's not all about me, 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 I, 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 I. And how to learn the game. Because if you, you know, you have to learn the game. You can't, you know, just throw everybody out there, although they do that a lot, right? And AYSO and others, when they first start, when they're three or four, they don't know what a forward is or a defense, a right or left fullback. Do not faint my crew that I can actually say these positions. It's about learning about the game. So they hope they will love the game. David Beckham started at soccer at seven years of age. Nobody would have looked at him and thought he'd play or end up playing the way he did today. And he says that himself. Just like his sons may never play as good as he does. And perhaps they'll be better. Perhaps they won't even pick soccer as a sport. But let's get back to the trophy, shall we? I come from Boston, Massachusetts. And my son has tons of trophies. He has trophies, or participation trophies, just for showing up. And then he has trophies because he is the highest scorer and he's the one that most improved or he's the best new player on the team or he's the, you know, best, uh, you know, teammate or, you know, co-captain, whatever it is. And one of my brothers, we're very Boston, was visiting and he saw the trophies and he picked one up and he goes, participation trophy? What the hell is this? And I said he gets a trophy for participating and he goes, Are you kidding me? You get a trophy if you win. You get nothing if you lose. Because if you win, you're a winner. And if you lose, you're a loser. No. No. Because we all have... Babe Ruth did not hit it out of the park every time. Was Babe Ruth a winner? 
Even though some teams have won more than one World Series, do they win it every single year? Or do they eventually lose? Look at the L.A. Lakers. Look at the Celtics. Not World Series. I know that's an NBA championship. I don't think it's wrong when children are young and are learning a game to say, hey, let's have pizza and soda and we're going to commend you and give you a, a copy of your team photo and your little trophy. And by the way, that's part of the deal when a parent writes a check that you get all that, isn't it? And why do you get all that? Because it makes your child happy. Everyone on that team knows who is the best player. And when you're a six, seven, and eight, you're not playing your best players only and keeping people who suck on the bench until all the best players are injured and you've got nobody else. Okay, go in, Johnny. Go in now. You suck, but maybe we'll just cross our fingers and hope not to kiss our asses goodbye. You don't do that at six, seven, and eight. What do you do? You let everybody play. So you're letting everybody play. You're letting everybody learn. Why not give everybody a trophy? This doesn't remain this way. Eventually, kids have to try out to be on teams. And if you suck, you're not going to get on the team, and you're never going to get a trophy on that team. And, you know, eventually, kids, even if you give them a trophy, if they keep getting balked in the head with a basketball that's, you know, you know, uh, you know going up in the air and coming back and hitting them and not going in the basket, they're going to get it. Kids aren't stupid. They're much smarter than you think. They're not going to want to play anymore. My son would strike out most of the time in baseball. However, when he hit it, it was always a home run. When he wasn't bored and talking to somebody, little chatty Kathy like his, like his mommy, or chasing dragonflies, bored out of his mind in the outfield, he'd catch that ball. And when he threw it, he got, where he, he got it where he wanted to go. But he was bored, and he knew he wasn't the greatest at that. He didn't tell me that. I know that's why he quit. I know that's why he said, yeah, I don't play baseball anymore. And being that it was too much on top of all the other sports and it's 104 degrees in the shade in the summer sometimes here in Southern Cal, I was like, okay, sweetheart, <laughs> okay. I don't think it's teaching our children and giving them a sense of entitlement to say thanks for showing up. Now, you might say, well, Leslie, if somebody shows up at high school but they fail, should they get their diploma? No, not at all. But somebody who drops out never is going to get that diploma, are they? And keeping kids in sports can give them, especially boys, that self-esteem and confidence that they need. So they're not the kid coming home going, Johnny, beat the crap out of me. I got bullied. They need to feel they're a part of something. I shared this on TV this morning. My eight-year-old son was on one of those teams that didn't give participation trophies, and he got two trophies. One for being the fastest and one for being the second highest scorer. He got two trophies. My son is eight years old. He was seven at the time. You know the Bible says out of the mouth of babes? Listen to my son. Mommy, how come such and such didn't get a trophy? Well, honey, because he wasn't the fastest. But I got two trophies. Well, that's because you were the fastest and you were the second highest scorer. But I wasn't the highest scorer. No, sweetheart, but you were one of the best. You were the best fastest runner and the second highest score but mom that's not fair why isn't it fair sweetie because we're a team 
Now, the season had ended, and I didn't know where the kid lived, but my son wanted to give one of his trophies to that boy. Am I raising my kid right or what? What do you think? Okay? There are people out there who, when the kid falls down, says, shake it off. My husband used to say that. Tough it up. Shake it off with my son because I would coddle him. I would comfort him. And my husband came around to my way of thinking. My son's no less masculine. My son's not weak or a nerd or a pansy or whatever because mommy coddled him. And I still do when he cries. But I think it's wrong for us to have this mentality that there's only winning and losing. David Webb said earlier today on the TV show that I was doing on Fox News Channel, America's Newsroom, this is preparing them for the real world. You earn it. Really? No, you don't. Did Donald Trump's kids earn it or did they inherit it? Or the Kennedys or Mitt Romney or even Chelsea Clinton. Right? I mean, seriously. Did, really? Did, did, they, did, did William and Charles earn it or did they inherit it? And how many people are head of those corporations in Wall Street where they sink their country, their company into bankruptcy, but they get a raise, they get a golden parachute worth six or seven digits, and they get a recommendation and end up heading up another company, even though they sank the company into the ground. You don't always get the job if you have all A's. Sometimes you are a winner when you fail. And sometimes you're a loser when you succeed. That's reality. That's real life. And nobody in real life's getting a trophy unless you are out there for a medal in the Olympics. Uh, you are out there in the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, or in baseball and other sports. And the overwhelming majority number of our kids, my kids included, who I think are wonderful, and my son, who everybody, all our kids are gifted nowadays, right? Chances are my son's never going to play professional ball. He's just having a good time at eight years of age, as I believe he should. So I say give the kids the damn trophies. Don't be so hard on them. Yeah, earning things? Absolutely. You have to earn some things. But at six, seven, and eight, why not let them be appreciated and recognized for showing up, for learning, for their dedication and being part of that team, as my son said. So pick up the phone and join us, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. What do you think of Pittsburgh Steelers' James Harrison sending his kids' participation trophies back? What message does this send to his kids? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Do you know what they think? My dad sucks. That's what they think right now. Or they will when they're teenagers. Just for this. They really will. Why? Because all the other kids get to keep theirs. It's like when my husband said my kids couldn't have cupcakes at the birthday party because it's too much sugar. My kids shot him a look like, you suck, I hate you. And then he gave in. Why? Because sometimes you just gotta let it go. Anyway, James Harrison sent his kids' participation trophies back. What message does this send to his kids? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And what effect does a participation trophy have on a child's psyche? Or does it have any effect at all? I talked about confidence and self-esteem. Oh, by the way, the United States has the highest suicide rate among teens, has the highest use of prescription drugs among our youth, and has the highest number of children in therapy worldwide. Maybe we should give a few trophies out instead of Ritalin and Prozac. 
What do you think? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. When a kid earns a reward without actually being successful, do they really lose the ability to seriously compete? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And is there a certain age to give participation trophies in a certain age where they shouldn't be given? I mean, a six-year-old getting a trophy doesn't seem like a big deal. This kid's, this guy's kids are six and eight, like mine are seven and eight. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And isn't failure what drives us to ultimately be better in life? Should parents teach their kids not to be discouraged, but instead teach them to accept the failure as a learning experience? I say yes. But why is everything win or lose, succeed or fail in America, especially in sports? 8886 Leslie, we'll be back right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. eight-year-olds trophies participation trophies or should we just say you're a loser if you lose no trophies unless you earn it that's what pittsburgh steelers uh player harrison has to say i disagree with him let's get to the calls we go to ferris in new york city on line one hey ferris how you doing good afternoon hello ferris ferris you there are you there okay We'll come back to Ferris. Hang tight, buddy. Darren in Indiana, line two. Uh, Darren, do you agree with me or James Harrison? Think carefully about this. No, I'm just joking. What do you, what do you say, Darren? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I agree with James Harrison. No! It's... Why, why, why? Yes. All right. Trophies are meant to be awarded for winning. All right? It's a team effort. It's to win. All right? These uh, participation awards are basically uh, appreciation. Wait, 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 wait. hold on, Derek, because I got to take a break. Hold on, but I want you to marinate on something. You like that before the break? On 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 really young sure. kids' teams, they don't keep score on some of the teams. Hang on, we'll be right back. If you don't keep score, how do you know who's winning or losing? We'll be back. James Harrison disagrees with me. You think trophies are for what? Competing and for winning only, right? That's correct. It's an achievement. And, and how, how young? How young do you? Well, well, let me ask you this. I, I'd said before the break. What if they're not keeping score? What you think? So you think a three-year-old, a four-year-old playing AYSO soccer, should only be given a trophy if they score goals? Some of those kids won't score any goals. They're just learning. Okay, okay, but why play? 
if you go, I mean, because they start them young, sure. so they'll learn a sport young. Because they want their children to play outdoor activity and exercise and not sit in front of the television and Netflix and become obese like so many children in America today. Because it's healthy, because they get to play with other children their own age who are outside of preschool, um, usually of the same gender. Uh, They get to learn a sport and they get to learn about teamwork. That's why I signed my son up. Well, that's all true. That's uh, true. You can do that. I mean, okay. Let me ask you this. Kid, if you give a four-year-old a trophy, a three-year-old, a four-year-old a trophy, even a five-year-old, doesn't that give them the incentive to try and do better because they want to come back, they want to play, they want to get a trophy next year? Well, my definition of trophy is they, if they achieve a winning a game, yes. Okay. But a pre, uh, this participation trophy... It's just an appreciation award for not quitting. All right. Well, what's wrong with with appreciating kids when nowadays kids don't stick with things so much? They don't show up for practice. They don't show up for games. All right. I'm just saying is that if a a kid is not good at one particular game and he's taking a spot that could be for somebody else that's even better, you're talking about, you're talking about kids under 10 years. You're talking about six-year-olds, seven-year-olds. You really think at that age you can right. you can separate the men from the boys? Well, some may not have the stamina. Some may not have the flexibility or the eye-hand coordination. At that there, time, there at that time, if you ask some of the, the, the biggest professional athletes uh, in, in our history, in our nation's history, there are many of them that will tell you that they – David Beckham didn't even start playing soccer till he was seven years of age, and he wasn't the best on his team back then. Well, life is full of hard knocks. I mean, there. Why does it? Why does it? Is it? Wait, you know, you're right. See, we agree on that. Darren. Life is full of hard knocks. Being a child can be very difficult in today's world. Children are cruel to each other. Why do we need to make it harder? <laughs> okay, so. Remember, anybody who does or doesn't get a trophy at five, is it, does, it doesn't change whether or not they're going to be an NBA player someday. Let's be honest. Well, okay, so this is basically is a training camp for kids to get better at the... No, this is, I mean, his, ki- his kids were just playing like my kids were playing um, a sport, and they got, you know, a trophy for participating. Everybody on the team got a trophy. All right, all right. Well... You make some very good points. I'm just saying it's just from my perspective. I mean, in my case, I tried out for the, the basketball team in high school. All right? I wasn't good at it. I got cut. Okay, I did a try. But you don't try out for a team third, when you're four, five, six. Cut. When you're six years old, everybody plays. There's not tryouts. Right. And then I tried something that I was really good at, and I, and I made a, a, a motocross, you know, so uh, I, you know, I got awards for that. So I found something I was very passionate about. But you were how old? You were what? Really 14, 15, 16? Right, I was sixteen. Well, I think most of us know if we suck at something by sixteen, if not earlier than that, and aren't going to want to be a part of it. Right, right. I mean, my son, well, my, my son, will jump out of bed four a.m. to play soccer. He loves it. Loves it. You know what I mean? If you don't, if you don't love right. something, you're you're not going to be that willing to participate. Darren, I got to ask you a quick question. Do you have kids? 
Yes, she's in college. Okay, when she was a little girl, did she always get all A's? Well, she she made, yeah, she got all A's, and she played soccer team. Okay, but did she ever get a B? Uh, yeah, she got a few B's and C's, yes. So is she a loser or a winner? No, she's she's above average. Oh, I see. We have a different thing. No, no you either win or you lose. If you got to get all A's or no trophy, Darren. Okay, Darren, I love you. Thank you for calling, my friend. Have a, all uh, right. Have well, a good one. Have a good one. Let's go to Ferris. He's back there in New York City, line one. Ferris, good afternoon. Hello, Leslie. Ferris. Finally. You, you've been on my bucket list for so long, and this is the first time I got through to you. Well, thank you. I'm honored to be on somebody's bucket list, I think. <laughs> well, it's a good – up till now, we've been connected on LinkedIn. Uh-huh. And uh, I ran across your show today, and you're on a topic that I thought I could be some help understanding the – the consummate Pittsburgh Steeler had the pleasure of having breakfast with Franco Harris, who has, uh, I think, five Super Bowl rings and is a giant of a man. He was trained to be a man by Joseph Paterno, who coached him at Penn State before he went to the Steelers. And this man was exactly right, not only to get that trophy back to where it came from, but to have his young man take it there himself. In other words, this is the type of, of uh, love that you find so little in this day of wacko progressivism and trophies for everybody, regardless of outcome. So I would recommend to you that uh, Steelers know what they're doing when it comes to raising their boys. You know, I... I understand the Super Bowl. I understand the ring. I have a good friend. I won't mention his name who has won two Super Bowls. He played with the San Francisco 49ers back in the day. But four, five, and six-year-olds aren't playing the Super Bowl. Right, but you got to start them early, Leslie. It's just like the leftists uh, get inside the heads of these kindergartners and pre-kindergartners. I'm a, I'm a leftist. I hope I'm inside the head of my, my, my two going into second grade. Oh, no, no, you go right ahead if you're a parent. I'm talking about the leftists in government. In the west wing of the White House, you have Valerie Jarrett sending out fisting kits to every elementary school in the country. Now, your listeners don't know what fisting kits are. Now, if they Google that and also Google the term the cuddle puddle, which is a cover story in New York Magazine, January 3006. They will find out what I'm talking about, and that is the destruction of the youth, especially the boys. Have you noticed the War Against Boys by Christina Hoff Summers? I don't. I think. I think. I think either you're you're drinking Kool Aid, smoking crack, a little bit of both there, or you're on a grassy knoll, or do all of the above. I don't think there's anybody that is hurting or, you know, uh, screwing up our kids. As a matter of fact, the right has a movement. It's called Changing History and Teaching Kids that Slavery really didn't, you know, wasn't bad, and someday maybe we'll just pretend it didn't happen. Well, now that uh, you're off my bucket list, I hope to call you back uh, just for uh, conversation in the future. Okay, well, uh, I am proud to be on the bucket list, but I'm sure we're not going to agree, at least on this topic. I thank you for your call. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Uh, let's see who's up next. And we go to uh, Charles in Las Vegas, line three. Hey, Charles, good afternoon. No, it's Michael. Oh, Michael. Okay, they gave me the wrong line. Uh, uh, Michael uh, is on line three now. Is that it? Uh, no. Uh, Michael is... Uh, Oh, Charles, line dropped. Michael, uh, well, Michael in the Bronx is on line three. Go ahead, Michael. 
Oh, you scare me, Leslie. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. You know something? This makes me so doggone mad. I don't know what this Pittsburgh Steeler is thinking, and we have to change, the, in his case, the spelling of the name from S-T-E-E-L-E-R to S-T-E-A-L-E-R. How dare he take away the um, trophies that these kids did earn? You know, it sounds like, it just sounds like um, the Ike Turner of sports, if, you, if I can put it that way. If you remember the movie, What's Love Got to Do With It? And there's Tina Turner singing the song, and Ike says, what do you all think of that? Some people say it's good. He says, no, nah, it ain't good. It ain't good till I say it's good. So it's like, who the hell made this guy? Um, well, he's, uh, he's, their par- he's their parent. He's not beating them. He's their parent. He may be a tough parent. He has his opinions on how to parent. But I have a First Amendment right to say, I think it's a lousy idea to do that, to strip those kids of those trophies when everybody much- else on their team was getting one. I, I got, I'm sorry. He may be his parent, but he's wrong. He wasn't there at the curriculum and where the um, teachers and the coaches and everyone else in the education field had set this curriculum. And then what does that say to the others who actually got participation trophies? The thing is, they engaged in the sport. They participated, and even though they didn't win the top well, you know, five. Well, you know, another thing, you know, when we talk about, just getting a trophy to show up. Might I add something? How many mm-hmm. people out there go to work and they don't make money for their company? There are several jobs out there. Somebody goes to work, they punch in at nine, they punch out at five. They show up, they do their job. If right. they leave, the company doesn't fall apart. They're not like, you know, the you know, they're not the biggest salesperson. Maybe they're not in sales, they're not in anything that directly brings money into a company. Yet every year when they're in a review, there is something mm-hmm. every year that we go to called COLA, a cost of living adjustment. And those people when they go to the review, what do they expect? They expect a raise. What are I they like getting that. a raise? They, what are they getting a raise for? They're getting a raise for what? Showing up. <laughs> Showing up and doing the job like- they were asked to do. Are they a winner? Are they a loser? No. They just showed up and did the job they were asked to do. They, they, were, they were still winning because they still making accomplishments. I'd like to add another example to that, Leslie. If you go back to the game show world, you have a winning contestant and you have a losing contestant, which you have to say goodbye to. What do the hosts always say? We thank you for being on the show. We have great consolation prizes for you, so you will not be going home empty-handed. So if they're going to be a consolation prize for adults that be on the game shows as contestants, why not consider these participation trophies as consolation prizes for those that participated? Come on now. You're, like, you're talking about three, four, five, six-year-olds. I mean, if you want to talk about hurting children, this is the way you're hurting children, by taking away something that they rightfully earned. I don't give a doggone what any parent says. You are not part of the faculty. You are not part of the curriculum. They set the curriculum for all the students, and then now you just single your child out, and that was subjecting to be picked on because the other kids be like, ha, ha, you lost your trophy. All right. All right, Michael. I hear you. I get your opinion. You agree with me on this. Thank you for your call. Mark Grimaldi, my executive producer. Yeah. This may sound a little different, but I think his name was Scotty Norton, right? Do you know who I'm talking about? You mean Scott Norwood, yeah. Norwood, right? Yeah. Okay. 
I used, I lived in Buffalo, New York in the early 90s. The Buffalo Bills so, were... So, you know, when uh, you say uh, that name, it, like, drives a spike into everybody No, no, in no, 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 no. There's a reason I say that, okay? He, now, uh, he, he's a, he was a kicker for the Bills, and he kicked the ball and it missed, and if he had uh, not missed, they would have won the Super Bowl. Am I correct in that? That is correct. Okay, so he missed the kick that lost the Super Bowl. Now, I don't know if you remember this, Mark, but I think you probably do, being from Buffalo. Do you remember what happened when he came home and stepped off that plane at the airport? In yes, Buffalo? there were uh, droves of fans cheering for him and thanking him, hundreds the team for a great season. It was pretty, for, pretty amazing, actually. H- hundreds, right? I cried when that happened. You know why? Because he did his best, and he screwed up. You can't win them all the time. You can't. And, 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 you know, I mean, hey, look, I'm from Boston where they beat the crap out of people for that. So I, I was impressed by this. But do you understand my point in this? Absolutely. And right? I, I think it, it, there's a key to what you're talking about. And I think there there is a there's a way to do both. I think this all or nothing concept with some of the people who have called is just it's not that clear. You know, and, and this is a different And case. if it's just about winners, then why do we have second and third place at the Olympics? They yeah, lost. Exactly. They lost. <laughs> well, exactly. Why is there a silver and gold medal at all? Yeah, they lost. All right. Uh, we got to take a break, I understand. Is that true? We're going to take a break. If you're holding, hang tight. We're coming right back to you here on the only true democracy in talk radio. Let me read a couple of tweets going into the break. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I got people angry with me because I think George Zimmerman's a racist. Um, sorry, but I do. Um, anyway, Mary says, go, Leslie. You are a great mother recognizing what your child needs. Um, v for Vega says, agree. I speak for five plus years involved with Little League baseball experience. Uh, Larry says, there's nothing wrong with failing as long as you honestly gave it your best. And, and when you do succeed, you earned it. Uh, MJ says, parents who push their kids to this extent are trying to live their failed and incomplete lives. They sicken me. Lily says, as a Steelers fan, can't wait for when Steelers cut James Harrison. I don't have kids, but I hate his attitude. Oh, my Lord. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. What else do we have here? Um, Jeffrey says, former New York Mets pitcher once said, there is first place or no place. It's the application of strict social Darwinism. When we come back, we'll take your calls. I'm also going to tell you about something I experienced with the World Cup. We'll be back. Don't go away. Leslie Marshall. Real people. Real life. Real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Let's get to it. Up next is Joel in Florida on line four. Joel, how you doing? Good afternoon. Uh, you, you, what, you think there's a difference between receiving an award and earning an award, correct? Yes. Okay, talk to me about it. Well, I think that, um, well, definitely, you know, I mean, I mean, people can, you know, people can get, uh, people can get rewards. They can, uh, they can be given things for, you know, doing pretty much nothing, but, you know, earning a reward, I think, implies that you have put forth some effort, some mental capacity, not just that you've, you know, say, been signed up, you know, by your parents and you've, you know, you've, uh, 
you know, you're participating in this thing because, you know, they want you to participate in it and, and, you know, and that that's some sort of, you know, achievement. I don't, I don't really believe that. Well, let me, let me ask you if, if, if I've seen kids on my son's team every time, let's say basketball, every time they get the ball in the hand, they will shoot where there's some kids that just stand there or don't get the ball or, you know, they just stand. But every uh-huh. time they get the ball, they shoot. And every time they miss. But, damn it, they try. And yeah. I believe someday that ball's going to go in. And, you know, Kobe Bryant, you, many of you probably know this. This is no exaggeration. Um, he shoots a 1,000 baskets before every game. Did you guys know that? No exaggeration. He, you can ask him. You can look it up. Did not know that. He, he goes out hours by himself. And as a matter of fact, Kobe Bryant actually has something called The Muse, which I watch Do Not Faint. And it's a documentary just about him. And one of the things he said was the reason he feels he's a better player now than he ever was is because he's part of a team, whereas before he was just a great player. He was the, the greatest player on that team. And he didn't socialize with the players. He didn't talk to them. He was above them, if you will. And he earned a lot of trophies. Mm-hmm. But they have a camaraderie. They play better as a team. They have a better mental mindset when they go to work. Whether they win or lose, and losing is not as hard as a result of that, he said for him and and his teammates. But going back to the kid, you know, to me, if you if you're going out there and you're trying and you're doing your best, I don't know about you, but I was taught all we can all we can ask is for you to do your best. Not everyone's mm-hmm. a champion. Not everyone is going to sink every basket they get. Even even Michael Jordan, even Kobe Bryant have missed, and. And it, as Babe Ruth did. So why are we so hard on kids who are five, six, seven, eight years old? Well, I don't think it's about being so hard on them. I, I mean, so here's the thing. I don't agree that, that you know, especially at that age, um, I mean, I don't, I don't agree that we should be, you know, taking their trophies away. I think that's, you know, that, that almost kind of comes off as being sort of a punishment. You know, and there's nothing, you know, obviously nothing that was, that was done wrong um, there, but... Um, I think the more important thing is what um, what parents are teaching their kids, you know, and, and the kinds of, you know, the way that they interact with them, the things they teach, whether they make them, you know, work, um, you know, whether they're consistent with them as far as discipline and, you know, they work with them to, to earn things, you know, that they want and to learn how to be responsible, you know, with their, with their toys and their stuff and their things and, and with, you know, their accomplishments. So I think that's, that's the more important thing, and that's really what's going to affect, you know, okay. the children. Oh. Um, but, you know, kids do learn from, from a young age. Yep, they do. Thank you very much for the call. Last but not least, quickly, Jeff in North Carolina. Oh, you, you, uh, Reggie, uh, thank you for joining us quickly. One sentence on line five. Reggie, go. Okay. Well, I, well, people still believe that you win trophies. Uh, you get trophies for winning and nothing for losing. I'm, I'm sure your friend David Webb is one of them. And a certain other radio talk show host is another who has two young sons. One's 13, the other one's 10 or 11 on his own his way up there. Reggie, I love you, but you don't follow a woman's directions. When I tell you one or two sentences, you can't use five to lead up to the point. You know what I'm saying? Got to figure out a kibosh on it. Anyway, I am out of time. I can't control that as a control freak. If I could believe me, I would. Thank you to my great crew, Mark and Andrew. We'll be back tomorrow on Hunt Day. Hope you will as well. I'm looking. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? 
head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time, you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery.